Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. What's up, crazy cats in internet land? Still wearing hamburgers' hats as people do in internet land? So it's just, just just me chilling. Aaron's been on a on a spiritual journey in Thailand for a few weeks. That's why you haven't heard from him. I wanted to tell you, I wanted to fill you guys in on some uh, interesting research I've been doing about homeopathy. Um, because the thing is with homeopathy, well, I've had one experience, and and from what I could tell, it was a positive experience. I had a I had a recurring problem with um, enlarged capillaries in my eyeballs. I get pink eye um, uh, at various occasions, like every three to six months, my my eyes would turn bright red, and I'd look like uh, the, the Terminator from Terminator One when his eye thing falls off. Uh, so, uh, what I did, I mean, I went to a doctor and they didn't really help me or they gave me some steroids, um, which, uh, didn't really do anything. They told me, well, this will do something. They told me, they, they told me the condition was self-limiting, which means it's going to go away by itself. Um, so I'm like, well, what are the steroids going to do? Um, and you know, they didn't really do anything. Um, and I looked at the side effects and, and I'm like, you know, may cause constipation, may cause liver failure or something like that. And I'm like, why the fuck am I taking this for something that's going to go away by itself anyway? Um, but I did, it, it did come back, of course, every, every three to six months. So the, the steroids didn't help me in any way that I could, that I could ascertain. Uh, it wasn't like it, it uh, reduced the period of, of the episcleritis. Um, so um, about a year and a half ago, I went to a homeopath and, uh, and he told me it was conjunctivitis. And I was like, I don't think that's right. It's a, I think it's actually episcleritis. It's what the, the optometrist said. Uh, but he said, well, look, I'm going to give you these, these pills. Um, and there were three, three pills, three kinds of pills. Uh, each one suspended, each kind of pill suspended in an alcohol solution, um, sugar pills in, in an alcohol solution. Uh, and uh, you're going to take one with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, that's what I did for, for about two weeks. Now, I, I wasn't uh, in very strict with, with how I took them, but, you know, I took more or less took them. Um, so the, the condition went away. It came back one time, and then it hasn't come back since. So that, that was about a year and a half ago. Um, so, I mean, some people will say, ah, well, this is just a placebo. It's just a coincidence. Well, you know, I have to wonder how, how true that is. Because, of course, with the steroids, I mean, I took, I took uh, a kind of placebo with the steroids, if you will, um, even though it's supposed to have real effects. They, they didn't make a, a, such a bold claim as the homeo, home, homeopath. Um, he said it will go away forever. So uh, I'm like, okay, is, if it is a placebo, does that just mean that the guy can just, you know, be bold with his claims and that's what makes it work? Um, if so, 
that's very interesting because uh, in in that case, I mean, doctors should just be exaggerating the the effects of their medicines left and right uh, in in order to to help their effect. But I mean, the other thing is placebos. Um, typically, the effect of a placebo is short lived. So in that case, uh, I mean. I would have expected this this a similar effect to the to the steroids. Like um, you know, the thing goes away and and you know comes back later. That's that's what you would expect uh, from a short lived placebo, not a permanent effect um, that that apparently cured me. So that was interesting. Um, but that's only one case. Uh, it's an interesting case, but only one case. Only an an anecdote, if you will. So that doesn't you know. There's nothing there that gives us uh, scientific uh, evidence or at least to a, to a normal standard. Um, then I, st- I started uh, looking around because I've read a bit about this and, and I knew that um, there, there, there are quite a lot of uh, studies about, about homeopathy, uh, both um, for it or against it, or show- that is showing a positive effect or showing no effect. Um, I don't think there are any showing negative effects um or very few perhaps um but of course whenever i mention this uh on uh, on the internet forum or something um on on twitter or whatever people start attacking me and they said there is no scientific studies that show a positive effect for homeopathy and they you know they're, they're, somehow they managed to they changed their Twitter feed into superscript so it goes into a screeching falsetto. I don't know how they do that. Um, then uh, it's, well, it's like they they have this like retreating argument like like uh, like I said, well, okay, there, there are these, uh, there, there's this scientific evidence that shows a positive effect from, from, um, uh, from homeopathy. Uh, and they say, well, there's no, um, peer-reviewed ones, and I say, "Well, have a look at this." And there's, then they say, "Well, there's no ones on PubMed, which is a, a popular site where people publish peer-reviewed studies." And I say, "Well, have a look at this. Here's one." And then they said, "Well, there are there are no good ones," and that I mean that's kind of um, that's kind of true because it is more difficult to find ones that that are quite strict, and some sometimes they they rely on self-reporting of symptoms. Um, uh, and less less objective measures of of the of the, of the symptoms. Um, so that's a, that's quite a valid criticism. Um, but the thing is, as well, I mean, all of these, most of these studies need to be criticised quite closely because the ones, even the ones that show the positive effect, normally don't use uh, individualised homeopathy, which is how it works out there, out in the wild. The, the homeopath will sit down with you, give you a consultation and tell you, you know, look, uh, hear about all of your symptoms and not just the symptoms specifically relating to your eyeball, but all about, uh, um, you know, depending on the case, sometimes they need to ask questions about your diet, uh, what, what you're eating, what foods you hate uh, and all this sort of thing. They need to get like a full profile. Um, depending whether it's a, I forget the term, but it's like if, if they're treating you or they're treating the entire body, it's a constitutional remedy. And if they're treating a, the, this, the symptoms, then it's a, they, they have a different name for it. Um, 
So there aren't a lot of those studies around. Well, there is at least one uh, study that is a, a review of the data, um, a meta-analysis um, that shows positive effect by reviewing these studies about individualized homeopathy. And, and uh, at the end, the, the authors say, well, this requires further study. The other thing is, what a lot of the critics will say is, well, homeopathy is water at a very high dilution, and that means it's water. Um, but they don't just say, well, that means it's water. They say that means it's just water. That is to say, its properties are identical to tap water. Now, that's actually a, a logical fallacy um, because they're saying that the, because, the, the, because the, the water molecules are the same, they're all H2O, um, that means pure water that's that's um, that's from the tap or pure you know distilled water or pure water that's been treated in a in a homeopathic process should be identical. Um, but that's a fallacy of composition because the thing is you can have things that are the same, individual items that are the same, but that doesn't mean the sum of the parts are always going to be equal. So, for example, if you have uh, one atom of oxygen, yes, we can say scientifically, you know, according to according to those guys, uh, one oxygen atom is identical to another oxygen atom. You can't tell any of them apart. But when they combine, uh, you have oxygen 2, oxygen 3, oxygen 4, and oxygen 8. Each one has separate properties. So it's not as simple as saying, well, oxygen is oxygen and it's always going to be oxygen. No, it's not. No, it's not because the oxygen atom can combine in different forms. Likewise, we can say that water can combine in different forms. And that's not just something, an airy-fairy homeopathic claim. This is a real claim um, because you can see it yourself when you look at ice. Ice forms into crystals. So we already know that um, the, the, the crystals are, are different. The crystals are separate. Um, ice has, has different crystal formations. So we do know um, that water has different properties when it's combined, but not necessarily when it's in, in liquid form. Except then we have these studies. Um, so there, there are these three different studies. One is from Luc, Luc Montaigne, um, uh, former Nobel Prize uh, laureate, uh, who won the Nobel Prize for his work discovering the HIV virus. Uh, and and <laughs> someone criticized me saying, well, you, you can't just say that because he's a Nobel Prize laureate, that means he's correct. I didn't say that. Did not say that. Uh, I'm just saying it's a fact. He is a Nobel Prize laureate. He's a, he's, he's a scientist and uh, probably a pretty good one. Um, doesn't mean he's God. Doesn't mean he's absolutely correct. But um, that's, that's his profession, uh, and he is an expert in that field. Uh, and so what he discovered was um, this, this quite bizarre experiment uh, where um, you can detect in a high dilution of DNA, you can detect electromagnetic waves from the, the solution. Um, and um, he developed a process where you have these two vials of water uh, one which has the, the high DNA solution, another which is just distilled water, pure water. And by, by this uh, complex process, uh, he managed to transfer the information from the DNA vial to the other vial. Um, so this vial of pure water ended up emitting uh, the information from the, from the first vial. Um, and the second vial had no DNA in it, 
but with the information that it that it emitted, the the electromagnetic signal that it emitted, um, they could use that to reconstruct the DNA with about ninety eight percent confidence. So um, that's pretty interesting. I don't know if that experiment has been uh, replicated yet, but um, Luc, Luc Montagne uh, is you know he's he's treating this stuff pretty seriously. Um, then uh, you have another case. Lewis Ray showed that water can emit light signatures specific to the solution. Uh, so that's using thermoluminescence. So um, he shoots X-rays and other forms of radiation at the solutions um, where, with different salts like, say, so- sodium chloride or, or, or salts of other solutions, salts of other um, chemicals. Um, and even once they're, they're hyper-diluted or or at homeopathic uh, solutions, he can distinguish them by looking at this thermoluminescent signal. That is, when when you shoot it with uh, radiation, X-rays, for example, it emits a tiny bit of light. You can look at that light and see what the solution is, um, according to Ray. So uh, then there was another study from the Pennsylvania State University, uh, which indicates that homeopathic solutions can be distinguished using stereoscopy um, detecting very small bubbles apparently caused by the agitation of the medicine so they say that in the in these very small bubbles these nano bubbles uh, there, there would be like hydrogen and oxygen and and uh, perhaps trace amounts of of the chemicals um, so it's just nonsense when when people try to tell you Ah, it's water. It's just water. No, it's not just fucking water. There's more to this. There's more questions to be asked. Um, so it's very. Uh, I find it. You could probably tell. I find it pretty frustrating when people just dismiss it and say, "Well, it's just water." No, the experiment is out there. So if you're still like trying to say this stuff, trying to peddle this old line, saying it's just water and that's it. Um, you're obviously uninformed. You don't know what you're talking about. So please, uh, if you got, if you want to make an argument against homeopathy, please go ahead. Uh, tell us why it can't work or why it doesn't work or whatever. But be informed first. You, if you want to be involved in this debate, if you want to have, uh, be, you know, have have a discussion, a meaningful discussion, you got to know your shit. First, that's step one. So please, um, so please read this information if if uh, uh, if that's you know that's something you're interested in debating in, and you might even you know open a little uh, window in your mind to to let some light come in and and see that maybe the world isn't exactly as you thought it was. So have a look at the show notes. Uh, look in the description. You see there's a there's a note that says www dot the paradise paradox.com slash one four four so one hundred and forty four you can jump on over to there have a look at the links see if I'm right criticize me say if you agree with me say if you believe that it's the magical elves the water elves haunting our uh, taps that create the effect of homeopathy and have a good one peace (laughs) 